0: And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from our pastor at Hatchbend Apostolic Church.
1: Let's turn our attention, if you will. I want to take you to the Book of Luke, chapter eight. I want us to spend just a few moments here. Amen. I won't be preaching very long today, but I just ask you to hear the word of the Lord. Amen. The Bible talks about in Luke chapter 8 and verse number 8 And other fell on good ground and sprang up And bear fruit a hundredfold And when he had said these things he cried He that hath ears to hear let him hear Amen I know that's a very common phrase in scripture Certainly a common phrase in the church world. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Amen. I just feel such a determination in my heart in the hour in which we live to cry out all the more, let me hear, let me hear the voice of God. Amen. I am comforted. To know that God is still speaking and that mankind is still listening. But I know how easy it is to get distracted in the world in which we live. Amen. So easy to let other things drown out what's going on around us. Amen. I want to speak to you for just a few moments this morning about learning how to listen, the importance of learning how to hear the voice of God. I don't have a formula. We're not going to go down through a few little check marks here and say do this, this, and this. But I will tell you that it is imperative this day that we turn down the noise and that we be intentional to remove the distractions that are bidding for our attention even in this very moment in which we stand in this house. I'm not referring to something that's going to happen after church or somewhere down the road tomorrow. But even right now, we're swimming upstream to stay connected To the voice of God. Amen. You may be seated. Jesus said, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. It is possible, of course, in our own understanding to, to hear things and yet not be able to discern clearly what has been said or a message conveyed. We've experienced this in many, many ways, not only in our natural life, but it's certainly in our spiritual life. Ears to hear. I need ears to hear when I come to the house of God so that I can receive instruction and then not just hear it with my ear, but I can receive it in my heart and do something about that. Sadly, not everyone has ears to hear. Some just have ears. Our ears and our hearing can be so distracted In the noisy world in which we live. I've mentioned this um, several times often and I am guilty to a degree myself. But it is hard today to go anywhere and not see somebody with something literally stuck in their ear. Earbuds or headphones or something. But I think long before we were able to see those things, that's exactly what was taking place anyway. We had something plugged into our life that was monopolizing our attention Amen. But that creates a danger in not being able to hear what the Spirit is trying to communicate. I will take that even one step further. I enjoy listening to preaching and um, my, myself enjoy taking advantage of services. Perhaps I haven't been able to attend under conferences and things of that nature. I enjoy listening to the Word of God and uh, in daily devotion to listen to the Word of God. But you know there comes a time when you've got to turn off all the noise, even the good noise, so that the Spirit of the Lord can speak something to our heart and we could discern that completely. Amen. I want us to understand today that, uh, that it is imperative. This responsibility falls on our shoulders. This is not something somebody else can do for us. Amen. We need to understand the principle that I have got to do this myself. The purpose for which Jesus taught was to impart revelation. He wasn't just teaching to teach. And I don't believe that preachers should be just preaching to preach or teaching to teach. Amen. We need to be preaching in a sense to have, to have the spirit of God move in a, in a revelatory way. Where there is a light of revelation that can shine. Revelation of who he is. Revelation of his distinctive purpose in this earth. And I pray often, Lord, help me to understand your word and then be able to convey that word in such a way as it speaks about with Ezra that the word of God makes sense. Amen. We want to make the sense of the word of God to be scriptural in that. And so he wants to reveal to us who he is and then he wants to not only reveal to us in just one snippet of time who he is but I want to hear his voice so that I can follow the leading of his spirit. That's always been the desire of God from the very beginning of the creation of man and continuing all throughout history, even to this day, God has wanted to communicate with his creation. The scripture says in the book of Genesis that he walked with Adam and Eve in the cool of the day. He spoke to men and women of God through the ages, those who followed him. He spoke to the children of Israel through the mouthpiece of Moses, and today He is still calling for you and I to be led by His Spirit. The necessities of hearing the voice of God and understanding clearly His desire and His purpose. Amen. He speaks through both the written Word and He also speaks to us through our own communion with Him, our own prayer life. Amen. The the seasons and the times that we dedicate to just meditate upon He and His Word. It is the desire of God I believe to reveal himself. He's not trying to hide himself. He wants to reveal himself. Amen. So we have the written word. And sometimes if we're not careful, we can assume that this is all we need. I do believe that we need the written word of God by all means. Amen. But I want to realize that God is wanting to speak beyond his word. He's not going to speak something that's contrary to his word, but he can speak something to us beyond his word. Amen. I don't want to just rely on human wisdom. I don't want to come here with whatever I can garner through my own intellect, but I want the spirit of, Of the Lord to lead and guide. Amen. Sadly, we rely many times just on human wisdom, human strength, or human ability. But I don't believe that's what God had in mind at all. He intends for us to be depending on Him every day. Amen. Lord, what would you have me do today? Guide my steps. David said, order my steps. Amen. We miss God's intention for this moment Then we are just simply relying on ourself And not on him And in doing so We can fall outside of the realm Of being led by the spirit Now I'm not talking about Something that we may refer to as, as Subjective revelation That has no basis in the written word Or no confirmation in the written word I think it's obvious to us that down through the ages, probably since the beginning of time, Amen. I think that is validated in Scripture. There have been those that have private revelations and they pervert the Word of God to make it mean whatever they want it to mean. We can take extreme examples of that 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 sometimes pop up. Not only in the Word of God, but even in our own history. Examples of like Jim Jones and others like him that have monopolized the Word of God and manipulated the minds of men with private revelations. Amen. I'm going to tell you today that what God reveals, what God says is going to be an absolute consistent with His Word. Amen. We're going to be able to find it in His Word, base it in His Word. Amen. And if we think that we're hearing God say something that violates His Word, then I've got to conclude that is not the voice of God. Amen. God, give us the spirit of discernment. Amen. If there's anything you're praying for, you ought to pray for discernment. Amen. Let the Spirit of God reveal to me what is real and what is false because God will never contradict His Word. To be sure, the written Word of God is our protection amen that's why we should hide it not just so that we would not sin against God but we ought to hide the word of God that protects us from heresy that protects me from following the wrong leader as brother Rayleigh was talking about following the leader this morning amen what I am referring to today is a living relationship with a living God and this living relationship allows us to hear a right now word from the Lord amen God desires to lead Us by his spirit, he desires to move in our midst as he has today, amen. We need a fresh word of God, a Rima word of God. If you please, he wants to speak to us. But although God longs to speak, there is no guarantee that we will hear, we're only going to hear based on certain conditions, amen. There's a principle of receptivity to the revelation of God and his word, only those that are open to hear are going to hear. I mean, you can't teach somebody that doesn't want to be taught. I mean, you can't open the eyes of someone who is determined to keep their eyes closed. Amen. I then this is a truth that we have to understand. A part of Luke chapter 8 and verse number 18. The Bible says, Take heed therefore how you hear, for whosoever hath to him shall to him shall be given. And so as only as we are open to God and open to his word, amen, then we will hear God's word and be receptive to God's word and then and only then can we act on God's word. We can never get more revelation until we do something about what we already know to do. Amen. You you may have heard it this way. We We only can walk in the light that we have. Amen. We're never going to get new light until we walk in the light that we have. I've got to fulfill what God's already told me to do. I've got to put into action in my own life what God has already talked to me about before he's going to give me more. There, amen. That there is a principle in the kingdom. I believe that it's found in Matthew eleven twenty five. 25. It says that God has hid these things from the wise and prudent And has revealed them unto babes. So the revelation of the Word of God is reserved. For children. Now I'm not speaking about children in a literal sense or just relegating it to that. Amen. But those, what the scripture's talking about when it refers to children would be those that come open and trusting. Amen. I want to come open and trusting into the presence of God. Those that are ready to receive whatever he wants to give. Amen. But those that I think they already know are going to continue to walk in spiritual blindness. Because it truly takes humility. It really takes humility of our heart, a humility of our mind, and humility of our will to receive from the Lord. And the measure of truth we receive will be the measure of truth that we're willing to walk in. Amen. Sometimes we want grand things from God, but we need to walk in what God is giving us. Amen, and God needs to know that what he reveals, he can trust us to walk in that, because only as we walk do you gain knowledge of more. Amen, this is what some may refer to as the law of use. I want to look at some scripture in context of this law. The Bible says in Luke 8 and 16, no man, when he hath lighted a candle, covereth it with a vessel, or putteth it Under a bed, but setteth it on a candlestick, that they which enter in might see the light. For nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. Here is the scripture Take heed, therefore, how you hear, for whosoever hath, to him shall be given, and to whosoever hath not. Amen. From him shall be taken even that which he seemeth to have. Amen, take heed how you hear. There is a game-changing principle in these passages of Scripture. Amen, it's talking about hearing the truth, but it also speaks about what we do with what we've heard. Jesus is saying that he's not come to hide the truth, but I've come to reveal the truth, but there is a condition. Amen, it takes ears to hear in order to hear the truth of God's Word. In other words, I've got to have a receptive spirit Toward God, I've got to be open to let God change my mind and change my will and change even the tradition, perhaps that may be fundamental in my life. But even when we hear, I've got to do something about what I hear. It's the law of use. Some would say you got to use it or lose it. Amen. I that sounds crude. But it is very, very true, and it is very scriptural. God has built these principles into the kingdom. And when we neglect to exercise ourselves spiritually, we lose use of a spiritual dimension in our life. And so what I'm saying is we can't just come get the Holy Ghost and go find a favorite place to sit and just think that everything's going to do all right. Amen. We can't just neglect what God has shown us. Amen. Because we can lose the very revelation of what God has shown us. Amen. I'm in the word of the Lord today. When we are hearers of the word only, and when we are not doers, and we deceive ourselves and lose the measure of truth, the Bible says that we think we have. The principle of receptivity says unless we are open. And unless we are receptive to hear and to do the word of God, that we will not hear it. Amen. We will never tap into the secret things of which God is wanting to reveal unless we are willing to do His will. Why would God unfurl His will for us if He knows we're never going to step into it if he knows that we're never going to walk into it. And so I say, Lord, give me an ear to hear, give me a spirit to receive it, and give me courage and boldness to walk in it. Hallelujah. Give me the faith, Lord, not only to hear it, not only the eyes to see it, but the courage to step into it and let your purpose and your will unfold in my life. Because hearing the word is not just a function of our physical senses. Amen. As a matter of fact, It's not even a function of our own intellect but it is a function of the condition of our heart. I can hear literally with something with my ear. I can understand with my mind but if I am not open to what the Spirit would say to the church. Amen. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. I don't think God was just speaking in Genesis nor do I think He's just going to speak, amen, in Revelation but I believe God is speaking right here today right here in this service right now in our lives and I need to have my heart positioned in such a way that the spirit can speak if my heart is toward God if my will is surrendered to God then I will hear the word of God when our hearts are right with God his word promises he'll impart that truth into our life Proverbs Solomon said in chapter 2 and verses 6 and 7 He said, for the Lord giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. Amen. To those who have their heart right with God. To those who are living in right relationship with God. Amen. I mentioned the Lord's Prayer Wednesday night. I mention it again here today. Amen. The Bible talks about praying for the will of God to be done in earth as it is in heaven. Amen. In the book of Genesis, God created man from the dust of the earth. Amen. So we need the will of God to be done in man. We need the will of God to be done in earth as it is in heaven. Let it be in me as it is in heaven. Amen. Let my life, let my heart, let my will be in line with your will, God. God and we're not trying to align God's will to ours we're trying to align our will to God his will in earth as it is in heaven amen so it comes to those whose hearts are right toward him in this context we can see a number of important lessons for us the first is that we should be careful not only how but we should be careful what we hear Because hearing is a function of our inner attitude toward God. I gotta be careful how, but I gotta be careful what. Amen. Think about something with me. Brother Rayleigh again, sorry to keep referring to that. But this morning he said that he spoke the same word to all 12 men. They had all the same opportunity to have the same experience. Ten had one. Idea and two had another idea. When we think about the words of Jesus, the words that Jesus spoke, he not only spoke to his disciples. But he spoke the same words to the scribes and the Pharisees. Amen. He didn't have one message for one group and another message for another group. Amen. The disciples heard with an inner ear. The disciples heard with an open heart. Amen. The disciples heard with a spirit that said, Not my will, but thy will be done. And they proved that in their lives. He walked by as they were mending their nets and said, If you'll follow me, I'll make you fishers of men. There was no debate. There was no squabble. Amen. They laid down their past. They laid down even their future and said, we're going to hook our wagon to you. Amen. And to this message. And so he spoke to them and they had a heart that was open to his word. He also, the same word, the scribes and the Pharisees heard it. But when they heard it, they were incensed. When they heard it, they were insulted. When they heard it, they took it completely out of context. Amen. So I say, Lord, help me to hear, but hear with an ear. That is ready to receive what your spirit is wanting to do Another lesson is this Amen It's what we do with what we have Determines what we're going to get from God It's what we do with what we have The principles of the talents that we're given It's what you do with what you have The man who did the most Got the most. The man who did the least lost it all. It's the law of use and it applies to us today just as it applied to them. If we want more of the Lord, then I got to give more of myself to the Lord. There's no greater way to receive than to give. Amen. We got to give of ourselves. The Bible says. Give and it shall be given. Please don't ever relegate that scripture to offering time. Please don't ever just put that within the context of giving in in an offering. Amen. But if you want more time, give and it'll be given to you. If you want more ability, give what you have and God will bless you with more. If you want more intellect, if you want more knowledge of the word of God, give what you have. And God said, I'll give that back to you. And as we give to the Lord... The Lord will give Himself to us as we open our hearts. Amen. He will not only reveal that will to us, but He will also give us strength and power to accomplish what He has given us to do. Amen. I want to have an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. Amen. I want to hear what the Spirit of God is speaking in our life. The Bible says in verse number 18, I want to go back to something real quick. In Luke 18 and 18, Take heed there, he therefore how ye hear, for whosoever hath. Amen. If you have a hearing ear, Whosoever hath, to him it shall be given. And whosoever hath not, from him shall it be taken away, even that which he seemeth to have. Now here's a frightening thing. Here's a frightening thing. If we don't walk in the revelation that we have, We can lose that revelation. Amen. Amen. It is imperative that we are not frivolous with what God has given us. Amen. I have an obligation to walk in the truth that God has revealed. I've got an obligation to walk in that. Because we think, well, because something was taught one time, I can abandon that and walk away from it. I promise you the further you get away from it, the less powerful that revelation is in your heart. And what once was something in your heart that burned like a fire that couldn't be quenched, amen, now becomes sort of a take it or leave it proposition. Amen, it ought to be apparent perhaps that we have a desire, a sincere desire to hear what God is saying. And since God is desiring to speak, then I want to know that I want to be sincere And my desire to hear. Amen. When uh, Eli was uh, in in the waning moments of his effective ministry. Young Samuel was there. He was not just someone taking up space in the temple. But he would be uh, obviously the, the one to follow. And when when... Eli was in asleep and, and Samuel was asleep and the word began to speak to Eli. Eli was just a young man, just a child. He didn't really understand the word of the Lord. He didn't really understand how the principles of the kingdom worked. And so when he heard a voice speaking to him, he just went to Eli. What do you want? And Eli said, it's not me. Go back to sleep. And it happened again. And he went back and Eli said, it wasn't me. Just go back to sleep. And finally the third time, finally the third time it dawned on Eli. Amen. It dawned on him. This is the voice of God. Amen. And some of the greatest advice that young Samuel ever received and some of the greatest advice that we could ever hear today, amen, came from a man in the closing hours of his effective ministry when he said the next time the Lord's... you." hear that the next time God speaks he said you've got one response speak Lord thy servant heareth amen can I tell you today the most imperative thing pressing into our soul in this hour is that when the spirit of God begins to move we need to stop everything around us and just say speak Lord amen thy servant heareth thy servant heareth <coughs> amen we're going to clearly see how to navigate the winding turns of life, we're going to need more than ever before God's Word to be a light and to be a lamp. Amen. I want to develop in my heart, amen, a true love for Him, a true love for Him. I'm going to ask you to stand. <clears throat> amen. Make, make an, an initial commitment to the Lord. That's a wonderful thing. Everybody needs a starting point. Amen. I think for the most part, all of us remember that starting point for us. You may remember who was preaching. You might remember the context of which it all unfolded. I would never want to take away anything from the importance of that starting point. But if we have grown any in God, we quickly realized that as magnificent as that starting point was, I can't camp out here. This is not where I drive down my tent stakes. This is not where, this is not where it all ends for me. As as important and as significant as that moment is, I've got to learn how to stand, and I've got to learn how to walk, and I've got to learn how to trust. Amen. I got to put my faith and my confidence in Him. Amen. I remember who was preaching the night I got the Holy Ghost. I can tell you a lot of things about that night and that's a very significant moment a very important thing but I would still be just a spiritual infant if that's what I put all my hope in Amen but at some point i got to say Lord speak thy servant heareth and i got to be willing to trust him Gotta be willing to get up and walk when it when it seems just adverse to what I would do in my own flesh. I've got to trust him. Amen. He's not gonna lead us astray. He's not going to lead us astray. Amen. If I could just learn how to hear his word, let his word speak. Amen. Most recently, and I'll not give away the details, but most recently. A very powerful, powerful testimony was shared with me about how God began to move and deal in the heart of a lady and how special and how loving God is. He loves all of us. He loves all of us. He loves all of us. I'm thankful that God still speaks. And I'm thankful people still listen. We're here today because somebody listened. and They stepped out by faith. We're here today because somebody wouldn't take no for an answer. And they just continue to pray. Aren't you thankful for somebody that heard the voice of God? Let's magnify the Lord, can we? Amen. Let's magnify Him. Praise God. Would you let this Word settle in our heart? Let the Word of God touch us. Let the Word of God strengthen us, Lord. Help us to grow into what you would have us to be. Help us to have an openness in our heart. And openness in our spirit, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. What a mighty God. What a mighty God. What a mighty God. I want to just speak courage into your spirit today. Amen. Not through my own strength, but through the power of God. I want to speak courage into your spirit. You can be what God has called you to be and do what God has called you to do. We, like Joseph, cannot dare (coughs) predict every little hairpin turn we can't predict the high times or the low times amen I want to tell you something God doesn't fill in all the blanks he just promised he'd be there with them amen many people in scripture and many people that we know in life could have never predicted some of the things they would experience both positive and negative But God was with them there through it all. Amen. Can you receive the word of the Lord today? God, I'm asking you today, help us receive your word in faith and confidence. Help us to do your will, God. Help us to override the fear and the trepidation that sometimes we have within ourselves. Measuring our own frailties and inadequacies. And I pray, God, that we would look beyond that and realize that our faith and our strength and our confidence is going to come from you. And that you are just looking for a You.
0: This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way. And we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic